With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You're listening to Sports Grid Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. Scumbags! Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Marinci. Rage all you want. Let's roll. This is Sports Rage. I am Game Over MC. The pimps, the players, the hostlers, the people at Bustler, and everybody else in between throwing it down on the Monday night to Meltdown. Sirius XM Channel 204 will welcome our AM radio affiliates in a couple of moments. We got a full house here this evening. We're kicking it with the OG himself, Scoop Jackson, steps up and talks NBA Finals uh, with us. George Kurtz, ECB, East Coast Bias, Kurtz in the house. We'll run the gauntlet with uh, Kurtz, talks some NFL football. Uh, the countdown is on 16 days away until the start of the National Football League uh, preseason. Cole Beasley continues to talk on Twitter about uh, vaccinations and now he's getting into it with Hall of Famer Michael Irvin. And uh, Listen, Cole, it's not a battle you're going to win, bro, against Michael Irvin. All right, Michael Irvin says players that uh, don't get vaccinated don't care about winning. And I don't know if they don't care about winning, but the fact of the matter is It's, you know, you're either with the team, you're one of us, or you're not. You know the episode of Seinfeld when uh, Constanza goes for the job uh, interview and uh, Buddy, like, uh, you know, poisons the cake? And they're like, if you're one of us, you'll eat the cake. And he, he won't do it. He, he won't uh, he won't do it, right? Because uh, you know he got the suit. That was the suit episode. If you're one of us, so it's one of those deals. And it's interesting because Cole Beasley, listen, bro. I don't know if you try to get a gig you know, on the media or something. You want to be a hero, fine. So it's almost like Kaepernick. You want to be a hero, be a hero. But you're not going to play in the NFL. And you know it's interesting, Cole Beasley. You know, I saw people tweeting him, good for you, Cole. America was founded on individual freedoms and rights. Yes, that's completely true. Well, yeah. Uh, but you know, the, 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 the fact is, 
Football is the opposite. There is no individual in football. It all, it, you know what I mean? Football is all about conformity. You know what I'm saying? I hate to say it, but it is true. So I understand his rebellious attitude. I don't have a problem. I don't, listen, I just got my second uh, vax shot uh, today. But I don't care if Cole Beasley gets vaccinated or not. It's his business. But you play in a business that wants you to get vaccinated. So it's not your right to play in the National Football League. And my deal is, too, look, I don't think Josh Allen's vaccinated. Right. Uh, you know, he's kind of he's, he's secretive about it. He doesn't really talk about it, uh, which means I don't think, you know, he said, oh, I'm looking into it, which, you know, I don't think he is. But the thing is, Josh Allen's not on Twitter bitching about it every day. Josh Allen understands. All right. I, I'm not getting back. So I have to go through their protocol. They want me to like you can't have it both ways. That's the thing with Beasley. It's like, just shut up, bro. Nobody's sticking a needle in your arm. You know what I mean? It's not like you're hanging out with Sid Vicious and Courtney Love here. Like, you know what I'm saying? Nobody's forcing you to get vaccinated. But just shut up. You're arguing on Twitter all the time. And don't get into about winning with Michael Irvin, bro. You never won Jack squat, Cole. All right? Michael Irvin's one of the greatest of all time. Just shut up. You're pissing me off. I'm a Bills fan, and I've had enough. The late-night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Moranzi. We've got a full house here on a Monday Night Meltdown. We're kicking an old school, one of my favorites. Scoop Jackson steps up, and we'll talk NBA Finals uh, with Scoop. Uh, this might come as a surprise, but I'm shocked. I was wrong. Wrong. Um, although, we'll see where the money line goes from here. But last night on the program, I told you, I don't think the money line's going to stay at minus 210 for the Milwaukee Bucks. I thought it would go up. It hasn't. It's come down. It's minus 196 right now. The point spread remains five points in this basketball game, and the total is 221.5. I don't really have to play games with you guys and say, oh, you know, we'll see, and we're looking into it. No, I'm taking Milwaukee. As you guys know, I've been riding Milwaukee. I've taken Milwaukee in every game in this series, and we're going to close it out with another win. And I think Milwaukee are going to roll these guys. I think Milwaukee are going to get it done. I think Phoenix might hang around at first for a little while, but eventually it's going to be an avalanche. It's going to start to snowball, and I don't believe Milwaukee will be getting back on a plane again uh, this year. The next time that uh, Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton get on a plane, it's going to be going to Tokyo. Speaking of which, Zach Levine was left behind. As this is really, you know, it's getting to the point now, like if the U.S. basketball team doesn't win, are we going to be shocked? Are we going to be shocked? Like, you know, JaVale McGee's on the team. I know, guys. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the, the depth isn't there. Now, they are going to be getting the influx of the three from the NBA Finals, yet you got to wonder. Like, if Booker loses, like, how into it is he going to be? He's going to be, like, that's going to be tough. This kid, we'll, we'll see. And then conversely, like, let's say Milwaukee blows this. Man, like, how enthusiastic are Holiday and Middleton going to be to be getting on a plane to go to Tokyo? I got to tell you, I'd be, I would do it. You know what I mean? It's, a, it's an honor to play in the Olympics. I get it and all that. But that's, that's a tough sell, man. <laughs> like, like, imagine you're Milwaukee. You're on the verge of a championship. You blow it on your home court. You lose game seven. And then they're like, yeah, yeah, listen, uh, we're, we're picking you up. We're going to the airport. We're going to Tokyo. I'd be like, going to Tokyo? My life is ruined. I just lost in game seven of the NBA Finals. You want me to get on a plane and go to Tokyo right now? And like, by the way, I got, I can't move in Tokyo. I can't touch anything. Like, uh, like they're, they're way over the top with their COVID protocol. Cole Beasley would not be able to be an Olympian. 
The late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gable Brancy. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/activecash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Everything is changing so fast. I mean, back in my day, we were lucky if we could get one video to load. But now with the Xfinity 10G network, you can power a house full of devices at once with ultra-low lag. The future starts now. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed. Radio Network. You're listening to Sports Grid Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. The Late Night Anger Management Class continues. This is Sports Rage. We're kicking it. We're breaking it down. Sirius XM Channel 204, Sports Grid Radio Networks. The countdown continues. NBA Finals Game 6, Milwaukee, Wisconsin on Tuesday night. The question is, will the Milwaukee Bucks cut down the nets and win their first championship since 1971 with the great Lou Sindor, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and the big O? Let's bring in another great one. Scoop Jackson steps up and in. Scoop, it's always a pleasure, my man. Thanks a lot for taking the time to be with us. How you been? I'm good, man. Anytime. I appreciate being on. So, uh, Scoop, uh, we always appreciate your time and talk of basketball with you. So let's jump right in here. To me, the theme of this year's playoffs have been, you know, teams have been left for dead countless times. This team's finished. Oh, they're not going to be able to win without this guy. And they've proven us wrong. Resiliency um, is something that uh, has been shown in this year's playoffs. So I don't want to say, you know what, it's lights out for Phoenix right now. Right. But I personally do think it's lights out for Phoenix uh, right now. How do you think this is going to play out on Tuesday? And what's your opinion on the series so far? Yeah, let me ask you real quick. Is, is your lights out meaning that Phoenix is going to lose the series to like tomorrow? Or does lights out mean that you see it going seven and Phoenix still losing? What, what, I, I, I think yeah. they lose and lose convincingly on Tuesday. I think it'll be close okay. in the first quarter, second quarter. But, you know, once the Bucks go on one of those runs and the crowd starts going crazy, I think right. reality sets in here. See, I think Milwaukee closed it on Tuesday. See, I got it. Okay, cool. That, that, that makes sense. See, I'm sticking with the uh, resiliency plan that you put in effect because that seems to have been a theme. 
It yeah. seems to be a consistent thing throughout this playoff. So it would be interesting to me once it comes down to the final three games of the NBA Finals that the entire narrative that we've watched over the last, like, month and a half, two months, is going to change. To me, it just becomes a composite of, you know, what we've seen over throughout, you know, for a whole bunch of teams throughout this whole playoff. So, you know, I can, I can see Phoenix possibly losing, but I don't, you know, I don't see them not coming back and forcing a game seven and then possibly losing in that game seven. So I'm, I'm leaning towards the, you know, the narrative that we see play out so far. Wow, really? So, yeah, you know what? And that, that's been the theme, man. So, and for the record, Scoop, too, I did like the Bucks. You know what I mean? I jumped on the wagon earlier when they were down. I took them to plus 220. I took Giannis to be the MVP. So, right. it's, I'm not just buying in right now uh, to the Bucks. And one of the reasons that I liked the Bucks, even when they were down 2 nothing, is I thought they were I thought they were mentally tough. I think Drew Holiday's as tough as they come. I think Giannis is as tough as they come. This kid yeah. didn't play AU ball. He wasn't given hundreds of thousands of dollars from colleges. You know right. what I mean? He grew up like in Athens and in a street vending market. Right? So right. they're humble, they're tough. Middleton, man, you see this guy's got ice in his veins late in basketball games and he has throughout the postseason. His numbers might not be great, but he steps up in the clutch. And I thought they were mentally tougher not to disrespect the Suns but I thought they were mentally tougher and you know what I think I'm validated right now Scoop by seeing Monty Williams saying Suns must be willing to do whatever it takes uh, to win and he goes on to say you have to have that determination that you're doing willing to do whatever it takes to put them back on the plane you can call it what you want to mental toughness all of that stuff hey that, I think it validates my thought process is this calling the team out in a little way here, Skip, uh, Scoop, him saying that, you know what, um, you guys got to be mentally tougher. What, what do you make of Monty's comments? Yeah, here's the deal. And I, 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 let's go back to the Chris Middleton thing. I, I think to me, going into the series, that was always my hesitancy to, like, ride with Milwaukee because, because of what Chris Middleton has done historically, like, over the last three seasons in playoff situations where he's had that one pivotal game where they need him to be – that dude, and he, you know, fails to show up and become that dude. You know, he's had a couple during his playoff runs where like, oh, okay, you know, Chris, you can't give us 11 points. You know, Chris, you can't, you know, you can't disappear in these big games, but they've been able to survive that. My thing going into the series is that he's had a tendency to, in once again, pivotal games, disappear. And that one game is often the difference in the series. You know, so I was expecting that to happen. And so far it hasn't really happened in this series. And he's still got a couple of games to go, but what Chris has done has been consistent. And that's the one thing that he hasn't been, you know, in playoff series leading up to this. So yeah, that, yeah. to me, is the difference in this series. Now, to what you're saying about the, you know, the, the, the mental toughness that, that, that Monty spoke about, I, I, I don't think it's calling the team out. I just think about it as I equate it to effort more than anything. In the last two games, in the two yeah. games that – you know, uh, Phoenix lost, you know, and I'm not a big stat guy, you know, uh, but I think there are certain stats, especially in close games, that stand out that you can literally point to and say, okay, that's the problem, and that's why they lost this game. And two of those, I don't know if they go to, you know, your you know mental toughness or your mental resolve, but they go to effort. And in, in game four, it was offensive rebounding. 
you know, Milwaukee out rebounded, out all the out offensive rebounded Phoenix seventeen to five. You cannot win a close game. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When you get second chance points, baby, on, yep. the, on the offensive boards like that, that's the game right there. That's it. And game and five of the night and rebound that, exactly. That, right? That's the point. That, that's the point yeah. I'm trying to make. Is that's what I said at the beginning? It's effort. And the effort stat on game five was fast break points. They got beat 21 to 12 and lost by four. Once again, it's effort. Now, Monty can call that mental toughness, but to me. Those two stats are about you getting outplayed when it comes to effort. Now, you know, like, you know, what, what is it? Uh, 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 what is it in our body that, that sugar turns? You're catching me, uh, Skip. I don't know. I just got vaccinated yeah, what, what, today, so I'm worried about what right. my body's about to turn to. <laughs> <laughs> no, but whatever goes in our body, you know, it, it, it turns into another form. And that's what I'm saying about this yeah. effort. In Monty Williams' standpoint, in my standpoint, turns into mental toughness in his mind as a coach during the course of a game. And if he's using the term mental toughness, I don't think he's calling them out. I think he's pinpointing where they are getting beat at. Yeah. In the last two games, from an effort standpoint and from his standpoint, it's I like think, yeah, they I are think showing right. mental toughness, especially when you look at game five, when it's like, we scored 37 points in the first quarter, and then we allowed him to come back and full, score 43 on us the next quarter. You know what I'm saying? That's effort, but in his mind, it's mental toughness. So I don't, I don't think it's calling it out. But those things are becoming a problem. Now, if they can't match their effort, you know what I'm saying? If they cannot match Milwaukee's effort, especially over these last two games, then your prophecy is going to be right. You know what I'm saying? Your prophecy is going to be right. It could be a blowout in game six. But I have the thing to think that their resolve you know, we'll you know, we'll get them and that effort will return where they actually will play the way they need to play in order to close some of the gaps in in, in like situations with stats that connect to effort won't be the difference in the game for them. Now we, we're talking uh, with the great Scoop Jackson. So we talked about Chris Middleton. Obviously, we got to talk about the other Chris in CP3 yeah. and Chris Paul. We're up against it, so we'll hit that on the other side. But to, to finish off your point and, and about Monty Williams, I agree with you. And I don't think I don't this I don't think this is a case like what Malone did in Denver, in which he said, I don't know if I can even find five guys in this room that want to compete. Right. Right. I don't right. think it was one of those deals where. Coach, you're coming close to burning a bridge here. Uh, I don't think it was one of those deals. I think you're right. And I saw the same thing from Milwaukee in game one. I was like, guys, looks like you're playing a regular season game, right? You got to raise it up a notch. Mm -hmm. And I think mm -hmm. I think they understand that. But, man, talk about a man on a mission right now. Giannis is a man on a mission, and I don't see him being denied. Like I said, once, sort of like a UFC fight. Oftentimes, Scoop, a guy will be winning the first couple of rounds, man. Uh, but once the fight turns, it turns. And those first few rounds, you know, feel yeah. like they were two years ago. All right, so we'll get Scoop Jackson's uh, thoughts on Chris Paul and uh, and more on the other side. The late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. Breaking it down, Sirius XM Channel 204. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Everything is changing so fast. I mean, back in my day, we were lucky if we could get one video to load. But now with the Xfinity 10G network, you can power a house full of devices at once with ultra-low lag. The future starts now. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed. Sports Grid Radio Network. Sports Late Night Night continues. We're kicking it with Scoop Jackson. We're talking NBA Finals. So, uh, Scoop, we talked about Chris Middleton. Let's talk about Chris Paul. Chris Paul had been, um, you know, defying the critics with his postseason play. And, of course, his his career narrative is that he, he hasn't been able to get it done in the postseason. And I think that was somewhat unfair uh, to a certain degree. But it's almost like now it's coming to fruition again. Let's just be real, bro. He's playing his worst basketball of the season at the worst possible time of the season right now. This is when he needs to be at his best. He's been at his worst 40 points in the last three games. And I'm not you know so concerned with the scoring, but the turnover scoop. Yeah. What's going on? with Chris Paul and I hate to say it but his legacy is going to be defined by this if they if they don't win well I think his legacy is going to be defined by this if they don't well if he plays bad and they don't win you know to me what Chris needs to do right now is really go back and look at that Isaiah Thomas game six against the Lakers uh what was that 1989 I forgot what 88 I forgot whenever Isaiah you know really like sprained his ankle and had 47 points you know, um, and even though the Pistons lost that series, he still just really just went deep into whatever soul searching a basketball player has to do and did whatever he could to pull out a victory. Like he, like you've heard the phrase "leave blood on the dance floor," but that's what Chris Paul has to do. He has to look at that tape. And I love it, Scoop. Isaiah. You're busting out old-school Pistons. Isaiah Thomas, right. love it. <laughs> no, but, but that's what I mean, because Chris Paul is the, this, this modern-day version of Isaiah Thomas as far as size and tenacity and play and talent and all this that and the other. But he has to find a way to dig deep within his soul and pull out a game like that to force a game seven. Because if he does that, you know, um, then I don't think his, you know, the, the dip that we're having conversation about his legacy taken will be that far. Because going to what we just said in the last segment, it's really about effort. You know, we can deal with the results, but it's the effort. And what we haven't seen in Chris Paul is necessarily – his effort is not matched what Drew Holiday's effort has been over the last couple of games. You know, and in order to, for them to come out successful, he needs to at least put up that effort. You know, DeAndre Ayton's you know, effort is not Matt Giannis's effort. 
You know, I think Chris yep. Middleton and, 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 and D-Book have gone back-to-back, back, you know, back and forth on an effort standpoint. But if you look at the big three, you know, of each team, you can say that Milwaukee's big three and the effort they've been given over these last two games has been greater than that of Phoenix. And what has to happen in game six is that Phoenix's big three has to at least match or outdo the effort that Milwaukee's going to bring to the table. And specifically, if Aiden can't match Giannis's effort, which is almost asking somebody to be superhuman, then Chris has to at least give that Isaiah Thomas effort to Drew Holiday. Like, he has to really, like, dig deep and act like he did when they closed out that series, you know, uh, to get to the finals. He needs that type of effort, that type of game. You know, and I, do I think he has it in him? I think if he keeps it in his mind for one game, you know, what he has the ability to do, I think he does. And you worry about game seven when game seven comes along, but you put the blood on the dance floor of game six. And I, I, I think Chris Paul at least has that one game in him. And whether they win it or not, he'll give us in the media who kind of like nitpick and get anal and throw shade everywhere, we'll at least have this game to go back on and say, hey, Chris Paul didn't go, you know, he went out like yeah. strong. You're yeah, right. and, and that's, that's what I think will be a part of his legacy. You're right. It's not just, you're right, how he plays. So let's talk about Devin Booker. Obviously, he's still creating his legacy, and he'll be going to the Olympic team uh, following the NBA Finals. Uh, but this kid has really stepped up on the world's largest stage, hasn't he? Yeah, he came to play. But if he, if any of us have been following D-Book, you know, we, you know, and remove the whole Kobe conversation and all this and the other – you know, those of us who've been following him since his Kentucky days, and you know, knowing yeah. and hearing stories about what he's able to do, we knew we had this in him that this moment was going to come, and he was not going to, you know, fade back in this moment. You know, we we kind of knew what he's made of, and 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 if and if if we didn't know it, then we should have been paying attention to what he did in the bubble. You know, the fact that what he did with this team without Chris Paul being there, and in in the eight games that they played. And how he just strapped on and said, let's go. You know, when he said, I'm going to take it out of, you know, anybody's hands to decide whether – I'm going to take it out of our hands to see if anybody decides we make the playoffs. Y'all gave us a second chance by inviting us to the bubble. Let me show you what I'm really about. That was just a precursor to all of us as, you know, hey, this is what I have the capability of doing. So we shouldn't be surprised at what he's doing in the final. Not at all. Scoop Jackson kick it with us. Mike Budenholzer could be one of the more unlikely and more criticized yes. champion champion head coaches, right? A guy that, hell, I, you know what? I, I'm, I'm not going to lie, Scoop. When they were down 2 nothing to Brooklyn, I think I said fire him at halftime type thing. I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, we're done. I was like, this guy's got to go. It's over. It's over, Scoop. So, listen, I've been part of it. Hey, I'm part of the media, too, that overreacts, right? You yeah. know what I mean? But you don't want to like, try to learn my lesson along the way. But, listen. Boonhoser gets criticized a lot, but he's close, man. He's close to, you know, winning and getting a ring. He is. Now, my question is, are they winning because of him or are they winning in spite of him in your mind? I think it's almost neutral. I think okay. – I thought he got blamed more. I mean, honestly, Scoopy, I honestly thought – I've kind of sort of defended the guy over the years. I think he got blamed too much. Look at the roster, bro. Right? That's what's amazing. Like, this ain't no dream team, man. Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday, and Giannis. Yeah, Giannis, obviously, is everyone's dream. But it's complete. I mean, let's not act like Brooke Lopez. Brooke Lopez is the perfect center. He's the perfect center for that team. You know, so, you know, P.J. Tucker was the amazing pickup. 
yeah. you know, for that team because they didn't have any dogs on their team, and now you got a dog there. You know, they don't they don't get through Brooklyn without. You're right. They're a lot tougher. That's the thing. PJ right. Tucker, that's Drew Holiday, these are street tough guys. Right. So you need that. You know, you need that coming through. And I, I'm with you. I, I'm not a big Bodenheiser fan. You know, but if you as a coach, because it's not necessarily all about strategy, but if you get your players to play to their max ability. To me, that's always great coaching. And yep. what I think, somehow, and we, this may come out when whoever, you know, writes the book or whatever, you know, if they win the championship. <laughs> no, they will be able to tell you, what was he able to tell yeah. and talk to Chris Middleton about during the course of this that stopped Chris Middleton from having those games where he just disappeared? How did he the, keep Chris The players seem to like him, Scoop, though. The buck players seem to like him. Oh, everybody likes him. You know Chris Middleton, he's just a cool – Every there's nothing not to like about him. He just found a way. And I, was just, I, I keep going back to this, and I hate harping on it, but it was, it was part of his legacy until he got to this moment, was that game five – I'm sorry, that game uh, – yeah, game five against Toronto a couple of years ago yeah. against Kawhi and then when that series was tied up in Milwaukee. That was the pivotal game in that series, and Chris Middleton – at home, scored five points. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? You, that's what I'm talking You can't That helps them now, Scoop. I can't. And you know I'm a Raptor guy. I was there. I was at that game. I was at the okay, double right. overtime game. I was at that game. Uh, the game three, actually. Uh, the Bucks went to double overtime. They could have taken a 3 nothing series lead. But I think that's helped them, dude, that they've been to the depths. They've been down before. And they've also been up. Right? I think they can count on that when they were down. It's like, guys, we were up 2 nothing to the Raptors and blew it. So we can come exactly. back. We know. We blew it. And that's what I'm talking about. Is that yeah. Budenholzer the one that keeps reminding them that is and giving them that resolve that, you know, Monty Williams saying his team possibly doesn't have? You know, is, is that on Budenholzer? Is that what he's doing throughout this series when they were down? Just easily talking to them in a way to make sure that the things that happened in the past are not going to happen again. And we've survived this in the past. And we still got here. So, you know, let's make sure this doesn't happen again. You know, we have a tendency to look at coaches. And look at the adjustments they're making or not making in a playoff series. But sometimes it's just a little thing and almost Jedi mind tricking this team yeah, to believe right. in things that they're not supposed to believe in. And it's booting how they're doing this because the key to this series to me, I said it going in, is Chris Middleton. And he has yet to have that bad game. And it's Budenhauser and the rest of the coaches have a reason that he has not been able to have that bad game. Are they the reason that we have seen this type of consistency and solid play from Chris Middleton, which to me is the tipping point of this entire series? Scoop Jackson with a scoop. We got two minutes. Let me ask you, are you buying into this uh, Dame Lillard stuff? Uh, Dame Lillard, oh, he wants to be traded. He doesn't like the direction of the franchise. Dame publicly stated that these rumors are not true. Are you buying into this trouble in Portland right now? No, I, I think they look. Dame is once again. I, I'm going with the sense of history. I don't think Dame has ever come off as, come off as an athlete or individual that doesn't keep it 100. No. And he stands on what he believes. He has. He he's one of those that doesn't have any reason to lie, especially to the media. He's never gotten down like that. So I can't see him starting that right now. I think in his mind, yeah. I, in my, you know, I plan on staying here. Now, I don't think he's going to veto something if it happens. You know, but sometimes, you know, trades are out of his control. The team could be like, we're going to try to move him because, you know, we could get something in return for him. His agent could be like, hey, you know, I've talked to teams and here's what's out there. You know, I don't think it's his intent to leave, but he's going to play the game the way the game plays itself in his standpoint. So for him, he's like, no, I plan on staying, but I'm not going to veto anything if it comes up, you know.
It's a marriage. Like anything else. I, I, I don't think anybody like enters a marriage and think they're going to get divorced. Yeah, I've been there. I've been there, Skip. I know, <laughs> know what you're saying. Hey, listen, C.J. McCollum, I like him, but to me, he's not the pure, like, number two. They need another real guy. Get a real other guy there, and I think they can legitimately be title contenders, but they just don't have enough, in my opinion. And we got about 20 seconds on the way out. But, yeah, I think, uh, they, I, I, think they, I think they can use somebody else, but I, I, I still roll with them in the backcourt. It's just a matter of what you're going to get to force that backcourt to not have to feel that they have to carry this team to a championship. And you need they need something else. We've seen backcourts do it before. They just need the extra piece to make CJ and, you know, uh, uh, Dane feel like it's not all on them to do it. Scoop Jackson. It's always a pleasure, my man. Thanks a lot for taking the time to be with us. We're talking hoops with you, Scoop. Anytime, fam. We'll talk soon. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/activecash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Meet Stacy. Stacy's on the hunt for a new pair of trendy glasses. Call me picky, but I just can't find the one. Luckily for Stacy, Walmart Vision has virtual try-on. Now she can try on hundreds of frames virtually, then upload her prescription and get new glasses delivered right to her door. Really? <laughs> yeah, really. Well, the hunt just took a turn for the better. Buy your next pair of glasses with virtual try-on from Walmart. Welcome to Easy Eye Care. Welcome to your Walmart. Restrictions apply. See walmart.com for details. Network. You're listening to Sports Grid Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. That's the dumbest bet I ever heard of. I disagree. I disagree. Oh, yeah. 
the late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Morenzi. Thanks to the great Scoop Jackson. Love talking hoops with Scoop. George Kurtz going to step up in the last couple of weeks that uh, Kurtz has been on the show. There's been fireworks. I'm not expecting any tonight. Like, I'm telling you, like, I'm not sitting on anything. Like, I'm not ready to ambush Kurtz with anything. <clears throat> That's what I'm saying. I'm not here. I am Gabriel Morenzi. If you're just joining us right now, Sirius XM Channel 204. So we break it down on the Monday night meltdown here this evening. So yeah, George Kurtz is a great guy. He's kind of pretty laid back, but uh, he said a lot of crazy outlandish things on the show over the last couple of weeks. So we've had no choice uh, but to, uh, you know, to, to stand up. It was like Babano, uh last night. But uh, we're going to talk NHL expansion draft. A lot of talk right now about the Seattle Kraken. It's funny how sports fans are very loyal, Right. Sports fans are generally loyal to their teams for the most part. And, you know, you've got some sort of, you know, you got little LeBron James fans that'll run and jump on whatever team he's on. Like, it's a little bit different. Younger people are a little different. I think older, older fans sort of have teams and they're your team and you stick, you stick uh, with them. But I'm always fascinated by the fact how people will always accept the new team right away. It's like, it's like, oh, it's not a problem if I get a Seattle Kraken jersey, right? They're just an expansion team and stuff. And it's funny. I saw it firsthand. You know, and I used to live in Montreal years ago. And you're not going to find a city that's more hardcore about their team than Montreal. Like, really. Like, uh, you can't walk five feet in that city without seeing a Canadian's logo uh, somewhere. Yet, for whatever reason, the San Jose Sharks, when the San Jose Sharks came into the league... Their, their logo was so cool with the shark eating the hockey stick <laughs> that, like, it became, like, remember, like, when the, um, like, the Chicago White Sox um, sort of became a gang thing? You know, the Kansas City Royals were, like, the Crips, KC Killer Crip, right? Kansas City Royal Hats, right? Like, sports teams have, you know, been associated, assimilated uh, by street culture in the past, but it was the same thing in Quebec with the San Jose Sharks, but like like biker gangs and stuff like that were all wearing San Jose Shark stuff just because they liked it. Right? And and I swear to God, you know, if you if you're into this stuff, just look at um, just punch in Guns N' Roses Metallica Riot, Montreal. All right? And I don't know what year it was. I was there. I was in the building. I was at the stadium for that uh, riot, <laughs> whatever it was. I don't know. What year was that? It was like 1994, 6, 5, whatever. Would have been in the 90s. Would have, like, would have been in the mid-90s. Whatever Guns N' Roses was really big. Um, look, they were so big, Metallica were opening up. Like Guns N' Roses were the headliner. And, of course, it was the famous night. It was Faith No More. Metallica and Guns N' Roses in Montreal, and they were doing a tour. I don't think it was like a massive tour, but it was like, you know, big, you know, 20 cities or something. I don't think it was like, you know, 80 cities or something. It was never destined to work because Metallica are professionals and Guns N' Roses are nut jobs, or at least they were. And it was a crazy night in Montreal. It was a really crazy night. Like, like, it was packed. Like, so it was Olympic Stadium. There was, like, 50,000 people. You had 50,000 metalheads. And and Faith No More played. And, you know, it was like a normal opening set. Faith No More plays. Went over well. And then Metallica played. But the thing is, when Metallica played, 
there was like an explosion. There was a pyrotechnic, uh, there was like pyro mistake. James Hatfield was at the wrong place at the wrong time. Like basically, you know, if you're in one of these bands with like explosions on stage and stuff, it's very regimented. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? It's very like they'll tell you like, listen, do not stand here during this part of the song. There's going to be an explosion right here. Like, you know what I mean? There's, there's like, there's fire or whatever coming out right here. Do not be standing there. And I don't know if Hetfield was in the wrong place or if it went off when it wasn't supposed to. I don't know. But whatever, it was bad. And you can see it was bad. Like, basically, there was an explosion in his face. So Metallica had to stop their show. Right? They couldn't play. He had to go to the hospital. So... Metallica, and they only played like five or six songs or something. They didn't play that much, and it happened. So then you got at a stadium, everyone's flipped out, worried about Hatfield, and oh my God, what are we watching here? And they told Guns N' Roses, they asked Guns N' Roses, um, listen, we've got a full stadium. People are kind of anxious because of what just happened to Metallica. Can you guys go on earlier? Because the thing is, Guns N' Roses were known for going on late all the time, right? So, and it was still early in the nighttime. And the promoter said, can you guys go on early? And Guns N' Roses said no. They said no. And they waited like hours. So the crowd got more frustrated sitting around. And then Guns N' Roses came out and played like four or five songs only. <laughs> Axl Rose started flipping out about the microphone. This sound sucks. And it started, he complained, like, you know, after one song, this sound, this, what's the, you know, this microphone? He's like, hey, he's yelling at the sound man about the microphone in between songs. And then the next song, he says to the guy, like, over the microphone, like, telling the mixing board, he goes, I swear to effing God. He starts, like, really, he's dropping F-bombs and flipping out. He goes, if you guys don't fix this, I'm leaving. I'm leaving. And he did. He finally did. He finally, like, threw the microphone, <laughs> and he walked off stage, and Slash was standing there, and he did, like, a guitar solo for, like, 10 minutes, all right, because he figured, all right, Axel's going to come back, and I was in the sixth row, and you could see them arguing, right? So I'm standing there, and you could see Slash yelling at Axel, like, on the side of the stage, telling them, like, you stupid, like, he's yelling, he's pointing at him, and... It was like the drummer and sl and Slash against the bass player and Axel. You can see it, right? Like, they was in a stadium, so there was no curtain. So everyone could stay. They were in this trailer, and you could see them arguing with each other and stuff. And Axel refused to come back on the stage, and that's when the riot started. <laughs> I don't know what it is with me and riots, and Montreal and riots, but I tell you, Montreal likes a big riot. But how all this started was, look at the video footage of the riot. You will not see me in the footage, all right? <laughs> but I was there. <laughs> I was there. They're, they're trying to burn the stadium down. The stadium's made out of concrete. So you're not gonna, it won't burn, guys. Right? So they're smashing the seats. They're trying to burn the stadium down. And then they went for the Expos gift shop. That's when I was like, oh, no, no, not the Expos. Because I knew. I was like, man, what did the Expos do to you guys? Like, I even, I was standing there. I said to someone, I said, it's not the Expos' fault. What are you doing? Like, no. The Expos, I knew, like, had no money and stuff. You're smashing their gift shop up. It's going to take them forever to fix it. It did, too. It took them, like, a year to fix that thing. It was all boarded up after. People ransacked the Expos' gift shop, stealing, like, UP bobbleheads and jerseys. And, uh, but look. Look at the video footage. Half the people 
Half the people are wearing like San Jose shark gear. <laughs> I swear to God, you see like cops taking people away in handcuffs. San Jose shark hat, San Jose shark bandana, San Jose shark uh, t-shirt. And basically, it was like the ducks and the sharks came into the league. And I don't know why you, Matthias. Maybe it was because of the movie. But, like, basically, it was like one one team's about the mighty ducks. It is this lame duck. And the other team has this cool-looking shark <laughs> biting a hockey stick. Right? Hey, even I was in. I specifically and vividly remember buying a San Jose shark hat. T-shirt and shorts. <laughs> like, like, I literally had the whole kit. I had a San Jose Shark hat. I had a San Jose Shark T-shirt. And I, I had the coolest black, like, CCM shorts. It was like the team shorts or something. Like, I don't know, like the players in training. I don't know where I got them. Forget some sports store in Montreal. Like, uh, it was like the black, really, really cool black with the shark eating the stick there. It's one of the coolest logos in sports. Same with Vegas. Look, when Vegas came to the league, their material, their gear was red hot. Red hot still is. Still is. There's Vegas. Every city I've ever been in, I see Vegas Golden Knights uh, jerseys. They're all over the place, like in Montreal even. Like Marc-Andre Fleury jerseys. They're all, like, they're everywhere. Like, um, like the Vegas Golden Knights are a hot marketing commodity. But now the Seattle Kraken are the new it kids, and everyone's buying their gear, but I'm putting my foot down and I'm not. Why would you, why, why was it the Ducks instead of the Sharks, Matthias? Because of the movie, The Mighty Ducks? That's the only reason I could think of, Gabe. Emilio Estevez. <laughs> great actor. Great, great, uh, great, great actor. And listen, unlike the Sharks, unlike the Sharks, the Ducks have won. <coughs> they have that going for them. You know, it wasn't the same. It was like the league. It was like the league wanted the Ducks to do well, and they never really cared about the Sharks. <laughs> like, I don't know. It was one of those. They were like, whatever. The Sharks are in San Jose. We need this LA team to do well. We need like the the Disney thing and the Ducks. It'll be good marketing if they do well. And the ironic thing was. The Mighty Ducks, who won, were like an ultra-dirty team, too. <laughs> I'll give them credit. Like, they were like, uh, like you know, it's funny. Oh, the Mighty Ducks and the Ducks logo and all that. It was like, yeah, in reality, they're actually a, kind of a bunch of dirtball, like dirty players and stuff. But they're good, right? They're a good, uh, good, good, uh, good organization. So, um, George Kurtz will step up and in and level two. We'll get into... Um, I like Emilio Estevez. Very good in that movie. What is it? Repo Man. I don't know so much about the Mighty Ducks. I got to be honest, I've never seen the Mighty Ducks. I don't know if that's wrong. I guess it's a sports movie. Should I have seen it? I got to tell you, that new TV series, the Mighty Ducks, looked pretty good, though. I saw the commercial for it. I was like, yeah, it looks pretty funny, actually. It's um, for 10-year-olds. I've never... What, the, uh, the TV series? Yeah, it's for little kids. Ah, so so are the so are the Flintstones and the Simpsons, <laughs> so, but not really. Well, not no, what have you? Have you watched it? I did watch it. I tried to enjoy it. It was it was great for fit for ten year old kids and for twelve year old kids. Uh, I've never really grown up. Maybe I'll have to judge it for myself, Matthias. Uh, I'm gonna have to judge this for myself, but I'll never watch it. I'm not. Who am I kidding? Uh, I, 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 I'm not gonna watch it. Yeah, Arthur Zerbe. Who else is on those old teams? You know, because I remember, I used to take, um, I used to take the, um, 
I used to play with the Sharks in that video game, the ice hockey game. You had NBA Jam. I always forget the name of the hockey version of it. You had NBA Jam. He's on fire. He's on fire. But there was a hockey one. And remember, it was a hockey. It was like two on two. Well, three on three with the goalie. I used to always take Sandus Ozilinch. He had a great slap shot in that video game. What the hell was that game called? See, I've got the great I've got the great set. Yeah, you know, we've got a great set rocket here. That's what I need. I need to, need to take it to the next level. I gotta start getting like an arcade and video games and stuff. Nothing's cooler than a pinball machine. The uh the studio and the house where we record our record or well, we rehearse our record, Buddy's got an ACDC pinball machine. It's amazing. Like, it really is like one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Like, basically, it just cranks ACDC music, like, loud, through this pinball machine. It's epic. But what's not epic is when your drunk buddies decide to play it at 4 in the morning next to your head. Because it's loud as hell. You're on the highway to hell, baby. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/slash active cash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Meet Stacy. Stacy's on the hunt for a new pair of trendy glasses. Call me picky, but I just can't find the one. Luckily for Stacy, Walmart Vision has virtual try-on. Now she can try on hundreds of frames virtually, then upload her prescription and get new glasses delivered right to her door. Really? <laughs> yeah, really. Well, the hunt just took a turn for the better. Buy your next pair of glasses with virtual try-on from Walmart. Welcome to Easy Eye Care. Welcome to your Walmart. Restrictions apply. See walmart.com for details. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. No, you guys are way off. Way off. I am Gable Morenci. I'm looking at our chat here. Sports Grid Radio on YouTube. If you want to jump into the chat, we're kicking the shout out to our AM radio affiliates in the late night hours. And of course, Sirius XM Channel 204 live. You are looking live. Um, it's not NHL hits the game. You guys are talking about Limp Biscuit. Limp Biscuit were like 10 years old when I was playing this game. There was nowhere, and Limp Biscuit were nowhere near out with that game. Limp Biscuit didn't exist yet. This is like, um, 
They weren't, they weren't, I don't remember any music. There weren't like uh, metal bands on it and stuff. It was before video games had bands. It was in the arcade. I'll figure out what the name is. Great game. Great, great game. I should look it up and see how much it costs. So, uh, just for the record, as far as that riot is concerned, and speaking of the San Jose Sharks, like I said, look it up. Everyone's like wearing shark gear. <laughs> but I like the show. I wasn't mad. I did not riot. But I was with my mother. <laughs> Believe it or not. My mother... My mother liked Guns N' Roses, so uh, may she rest in peace. I was with my mother and my girlfriend at the time and my mother's husband. So I did not riot, and I told them, I said, listen, they're about to riot for real. And my mother's like, no, no, it's okay. And I said, no, 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 Mom. I said, they're going to start throwing things and burning the building down. And uh, and they did. So we hung around for a bit, but when things started to get really crazy, <laughs> like I was like, all right, let's go. Let's, uh, let's get out of here. But I thought Guns N' Roses were great. Their six songs that they played or whatever were really good. It was very punk rockish. Like, Axl Rose was good. He was just complaining in between every song. And you could just tell he was a jerk. He was arguing with the band and stuff. He kept arguing with Slash in between every song and stuff. You could tell, like, Slash told him to shut up uh, a few times. And, like, you could tell, like, they weren't getting along. We'll put it that way. <laughs> they weren't. When I lived in Hollywood, too, in the, in the late 80s, there used to be this rock metal station. I forget what it was called. It was really cool. And it was on in L.A., and uh, this girl called in the morning show once. She, she's like, you know, that jerk Axl Rose hit me in the face with a frying pan last night. And they're like, wow, that's kind of slanderous. You can't say that. And Axl Rose called in live. He goes, no, I did hit her with a frying pan. He goes, she's leaving out the part that she's a stalker. <laughs> Bring it. <laughs> With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. Everything's changing so fast these days, and that's a great thing. I mean, back in my day, we were lucky if we could get one video to load on our desktop computer. But now, there's the Xfinity 10G network. That means the fastest internet, with faster speeds rolling out every day. And internet that can power a house full of devices at once with ultra-low lag. So, while one person streams a movie from their room, another can play video games in the basement, while another TikToks in the kitchen. It's the next-generation 10G network, only from Xfinity. The future starts now. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed.